sweat t-shirt feeling foolish and vain Looking like some house cat that got caught out in the rain Staring into the mirror at this less than pretty picture Feeling ten years older now and fifty bucks richer Life is hard Can't buy happiness no matter what you do Can't get to heaven on roller skates can't take a taxi cab to Timbuktu Paul was a poor little rich boy He never had to cry Whenever he complained of aches and pains The doctors would drop by Now he goes to parlors With the prettiest girls in town Get paid $500 Just to kick him when he's down Life is hard Can't buy happiness No matter what you do Can't get to heaven on Skates. Can't take a taxi cab to Timbuktu Life is hard Life is hard Life is hard Can't buy happiness no matter what you do Can't get to heaven on roller skates Can't take a taxi cab to Timbuktu Feel it. That was... You're tuned into the beat on BFF.FM. Welcome to the show. That was Timbuk3 off of their landmark album, Greetings from Timbuk3, with the song Life is Hard. 
I put that on the other day. I put that whole album on because I used to listen to it when I was a kid. Because I had a cassette of it that my uncle gave me. Along with a bunch of other cassettes he didn't want anymore. And uh, I listened to the first song, which you know. The future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. And then it started going through the next couple tracks, and I was, everyone, I was like, whoa, wait, hold on, is this a cover? I know this song, I knew every word to this song. But really, it was just the deep memories of my time as a nine-year-old listening to the entirety of the album, Timbuk3. Greetings from Timbuk3. I was not old enough to know that you're only supposed to listen to the first song, and then you're supposed to throw it away. But, uh, thank God for that. We got a pretty good show for you today. It's backloaded. Well, I'm excited about the music today, but I don't know if you will be. I got a lot of punk rock. But it's not not just straight up punk rock. It's like more of an 80s Chelsea Hotel, Lou Reedy kind of punk rock. As far into that genre as I get, which is not far, because there are thousands of bands that sound like that, but I only listen to a select few. Um, but as opposed to what I usually listen to, which is punk rock, it's like... 80s pop masquerading as punk rock, like pop punk, before people started considering Blink-182 pop punk. Uh, and then at the end of the show, at 5.30, we're going to be talking to an artist named Andrea Fraser, who, uh, yeah, go ahead and wiki that person, because... I was not aware until I was doing my research this morning what a big deal this person is. Um, I knew that she was a professor and I knew that she was a working artist, but I was reading through some uh, of her biography as well as reading up about uh, the wage organization, uh, working artists for the greater economy, which she is involved with and we'll be talking about today. And it's really some impressive stuff and some exciting stuff. And I'm like a little intimidated and very excited to talk to her. We'll have her on with my co-host, uh, Lily Simonson, who joins me for the Art Beat show starting at 5.30. But until then, we're going to take a trip down my uh, my mood today, uh, which had something to do with... Uh, by the end of the by the end of picking out the songs for today, I was like, "All right, I'm not picking anything that's not sarcastic." Uh, so hopefully that got me in a good uh, spot. But maybe when I started out, I had wider eyes. Uh, we're gonna start off with the Mind Spiders. I finally found a song I really like by them. And I go from there. Thanks for tuning into The Beat. My name is Nick Powell. I'll be here for the next two hours. I'm trying to relax because I've been having a stressful day. But, uh, you know, I'll pep it up. I got a full thermos of coffee. So I'll try not to uh, 
drag things out too much. This is Mind Spiders on BFF.fm. Stick around 
Things are picking up. Uh, that's a band called X-Ray Eyeballs. I don't know that much about them, but I'm kind of getting uh, into them. That song was a kind of applauding. It's the first track on their record, Not Nothing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I've been playing a couple different songs from them um, off that record, and I need to buy that record because it's pretty good so far. Um, I, I guess they're on Canine, which is one of those sort of like, I think as I recall, part of like that dirt nap kind of like yeah, right? Like, yeah, totally. Those kind of bands that are on dirt nap, which seems like almost every band these days, like Mean Jeans, White Wires, the Mind Spiders that I played at the top of the set. I'm sure all of those people have put records out on uh, Dirt Nap, Canine, or both. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee real quick. Hmm. Oh. That's good stuff. All right. We got uh, plenty more uh, jams lined up for you today. I kind of have a split. I'm going to rock one more set of rock, take us sort of near the 5 o'clock hour. And then I've got some more Brit poppy stuff uh, later, including a band from the 80s or yeah i think 80s that i did not know about until today but are like a major label twee band called the swimming pool cues did you guys all know about that band seems like i would have at least heard the name because it's a memorable name but anyway, uh, yeah, good stuff coming up, uh, but until then, oh man, I have a lot of songs. It seems like, I don't where does the time go? Because it seems like I line up like an hour and a half of music, and then I only get through half of it. Because um, yeah, I'm never going to get through all this stuff. But anyway, let's, uh, let's, let's not further ado this shit. Graham Parker, good or not good? You be you be the judge. This one's called Saturday Night is Dead. You're listening to the beat on BFF.fm. Thanks for tuning in.
heaven What you say I wouldn't have it Any way You said the money buys a lot today Take my advice And look for the right Only black or white You can do it once Or you can do it twice You can save up all your money On your parking fines They're all joining in 16 years Gonna try to make it worth 16 reasons Stay up the floor 16 hours It's a day when you're not asleep 16 reasons Do you need any more? Uh -huh. Do you know you got Great on top, it would save us waiting in that room for long. Share my money with a debutant. Take my advice and look for the right. Maybe when my train comes in, we can celebrate and we'll have a good time. And things will never be the same again. We're all joining in. 16 years Gonna try to make it worse 16 reasons To stay on the floor 16 hours It's a day when you're not asleep 16 reasons Do you need any more? There's one good reason
You're listening to the beat on BFF.fm. In case you forgot, uh, let me go through what you heard real quick. In case you're taking notes, that was the Godfathers with "Birth School Work Death" off their album "Birth School Work Death." Before that, Parquet Courts has a new album. Every time I frickin' turn around, Parquet Courts has a new album. I really like that band. And at first I had a little overload with all the albums that they were putting out, but at this point, they're so good that if they're going to put another album out every year, then bring it on. That song is called Berlin Got Blurry. Here's the thing I'm going to say into the void. Just to put it down on paper. And I'm not going to belabor the point. Parquet Courts are the LCD sound system of 
whenever LCD sound system stopped being LCD sound system of LCD sound system. They are a little off. They're definitely taking a lot from a genre that was firmly established before they got there. But they're so good and so, like, just killing it, just nailing it. They just nail it all day. Berlin got blurry as my eyes started telling the truth. It's like, boom. Frickin', frickin' nailed it. You know what I'm saying? Before that, uh, the Cleaners from Venus, Armistice Day, off of their album Living with Victoria Gray, one of the several that were uh, re-released by Captured Tracks over the last few years. Uh, Jazzeteers, 16 Reasons. Uh, I had that on their first album called Jazzeteers, although here it says it's on I Shot the President. It's hard to keep... I can't quite figure out what's going on with them. I think they have, like, one of those albums that basically has the other album entirely in it and then has six other songs or something like that. But anyway. Uh, and the Dirt Bombs with a song called Merit off of their compilation album, If You Don't Already Have a Look. Uh, and that brings us up to speed. Uh, as I had mentioned before, we will be... Uh, uh, doing an episode of Art Beat around 5.30, maybe a little earlier. Definitely not later, because we have plenty to talk about with Andrea Fraser, who will be our guest, who is a real, live, working artist, uh, really fascinating person. Um, don't know why she's calling into our show, other than because our co-host, uh, Lily, is charming and convinced her to do so so i'm really excited to talk to her she's been working for a while on a sort of activist organization surrounding paying artists which is really interesting probably interesting to a lot of people in the bff.fm circle um as well as just generally interesting um to people who give a shit about I mean, I don't know. Like, it's like paying artists and all that stuff. I care about that stuff to some extent. I'm not an artist by trade, so it's not doesn't affect me. But uh, you know, it's it's an interesting debate. But uh, but as a general matter, you know, sort of getting paid fair wages and not being exploited economically is a you know salient issue in the world. So. Um, I'm interested in that on on that level, and then just on the level of uh, interesting people doing interesting things, and getting a chance to talk to them about it. So uh, stay tuned for Artbeat at 5:30, um, not to be missed. Uh, until then, we're just going to keep plugging along. This is a song by The Hit Parade. Uh, it's called "You Didn't Love Me Then." You're listening to the beat on BFF.FM. No, you say that you love me now. You didn't love me then. So, like you go to complain, and the things have run away from your hands that were stretched out, always wanting more. But it's all for a blast, and I don't, don't want to hear about what's past. Now it's gone, so goodbye, it's time to watch us bridge and fall. 
If you want my 
could be waiting for some recognition Hoping for the accolade Heading for some time where they know your name It is a hopeless and pointless charade You could be holding up for celebrations A party upon your return But you'll never get a hero's welcome home And that's just something that you have to learn And you'll never get a hero's welcome home And that's just something that you have to learn And you'll never get a hero's welcome home And that's just something that you have to learn Turn! 
All those, uh... I love that... I love that record. But all those Stone Roses bands are so shy that they mix their vocals so low that you can't figure out what they're talking about. Or just hear their pretty voices. But anyway, that was Legs with Time to Face the World. I think they're a local band. Uh, Basing that on the fact that one time I was going to get a drink with my buddy in Oakland and there was this guy with us and my friend was like this guy's in legs so I don't know what else he would be doing there other than living there Uh, before that the Swimming Pool Cues my new favorite band I just found out all of their records are available for $3 so I will be picking them up uh that one's called more than one heaven um throw me the statue one of my perennial faves uh off of their first record which or i don't know if their first record but they have two records on secretly canadian and most i started out listening mostly to moonbeams but lately i've been digging through creature-esque which also has a lot of good songs on it uh and uh before that the lodger Man, so that's a really good record. First of all, Slumberland Records has a million good records. It's kind of like getting to a critical mass where, like, half the stuff I like is on Slumberland. Uh, Terry Maltz, like, and it's not all the same kind of stuff. I mean, The Lodger is what I think of as, like, Slumberland, like, carrying on the Sarah Records. Uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, carrying the torch but like they have a sort of a variety of good stuff and that English singles stuff that I've been playing a lot that I absolutely love uh, this anyway this get let's get back on topic this this record by the lodger I heard what's uh, and uh, like just as like uh, it was coming through the office and my old job and I was like put it on for a second and I was like whoa this is really good and um went ahead and bought like their other two records over the next couple of years and listened to them and I liked them a lot but I just went back and like I guess maybe in my memory I was like okay well I liked it when I heard it but like I was li- probably liked it because I had no expectations because I'd never heard of the band before but I went back and started listening to it again recently and I just freaking love that record uh it's got a song called finest hour which is really good it's got a song called what's that one could this be the start of something uh that's really good uh and anyway that one was called a hero's welcome this the album's called life is sweet i think at the end of the day it's probably the best album by the lodger um and they're really good uh, and we started with the hit parade. We're all uh, caught up. Things are going great. Uh, we are nearing the end of the music portion of the show. Uh, Art beat is coming up with our a- interview with Andrea Frazier. I already told you about that, so um, stay tuned. Uh, this next song is off of a record that was recommended on a podcast that I listened to. 
Um, not a music podcast, but a podcast nonetheless. Uh, and I never listened to this before. It's a later album by Echo and the Bunnymen called "What Are You Going to Do with Your Life?" Uh, so I'm going to be checking it out because um, uh, I like Echo and the Bunnymen a lot. And if they put out a later album that's worth listening to, then I'm, I want to know about it. Uh, so I took a spin through it today. I settled on this track. It's called Lost on You. You're listening to the beat on BFF.fm. Yeah. 
Woke you up at four this morning To whimper and to whine To hear myself through spit and crackle of A poor long distance line Twelve clever ways to say I love you With words that always fail Hang up and light a cigarette sit Waiting for the mail Some flyers from department stores uh, Another get rich plan A bill or two, some shampoo and a Note from Ed McMahon Although you'll always be the one in Which I will confide Sometimes you're the razor on my private water slide By the way, I got your letter yesterday and said there's no need to be sad Said that some things would never ever change but that some already had And I've heard it from the corner of my ear how that voice makes things right And I'm sure it's something more than memory across the Maryland Bridge tonight These undercurrents They crowd me now it seems And every time I meet you In the darkness of my dreams It's likely that I'll turn around And parody myself Imagine we're in different places Pretend we're someone else Well, I can be J. Edgar Hoover You be JFK As power-hungry egocentrics Will paper fight the nights away And sometimes you're my nemesis When I am paranoid Sometimes I have doubts and worries Too strong to avoid By the way, I got your letter yesterday It said there's no need to be sad Said that some things would never ever change But that some already had And I've heard it from the corner of my ear How that voice makes things right And I'm sure there's something more than memory across the Maryland Bridge tonight
was just a boy and feeling shy Taking aim but not too high Searching for the light You You were someone I was looking to For what I was supposed to do what I thought was true What have I to lose Looking up to you If I ask too many questions Or give my words a heavy hand I am just looking for direction understand And if I make you feel nervous Or give back less than I demand I am just looking for some purpose And hoping you will understand
trying to clear up So I put on a happy face Overlooked four leaf clovers Crushed beneath my feet As I walk down that sunny side of the street Bite your tongue Sing along
some cool music lined up for this little detente wait no what's the word am i on yet yeah we're on oh hi hey uh what's the word uh when two people have like um like a summit like a oh like if you were churchill right i was uh i was stalin or something just don't call it a podcast uh yeah it's not it's not a summit it's It's not a detente it's a it's like a, there's a French word for this, I think. But anyway, I don't know if we're looking for the same word at this point. Yeah, I mean, if what, you said French and I thought rendezvous, but I don't think that would, is what you're talking about. No. It's a meeting we're gonna of have the like mind. A, we're going to have an important meeting right now. Yeah. Like where we're going to hash some stuff out. We have a lot to hash out. Yeah. Our um, a year old. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so hold on. First, let's update listeners who okay. are confused and scared because uh, everything I've told them was a lie. So we had de- we're dealing with the last minute reschedule here. That's true. Uh, Andrea Fraser, who we had uh, been touting widely to come on the show today, we just spoke to her, and she was totally gonna- she was willing to do the show, but it just was not the right time because there was some hectic stuff going on, and just there some was some last minute changes. Yeah, she and has so- a big retrospective coming up. Right, which is so really anyway, exciting. But anyway, I think that Lily, you made. A really smart 
uh, game, what we call that, a field game time decision. Yeah, it was it? It's a game time decision to say, let's just do this later yeah. when everybody's in the right place. That's right. Because there's a couple things going on. One, this is being recorded for posterity. Yeah. As all of you know, Artbeat is not just a show. It's a podcast on yeah. iTunes. That's right. That you can find if you search for Artbeat and look for the BFF.FM logo. Yeah. And subscribe and leave us a review and a rating. And, uh, you know, also, yeah, I mean, we're a quality, quanti- quality over convenience That's show. That's right, yeah. People don't tune in because they're like, well, whatever, I just need some pap to get me through my Sunday. Right, People right. People tune in because yeah. they want to hear quality programming. And the other factor is just that Andrea Fraser is one of my personal favorite artists. Um, and one of the smartest people I know. And so I really wanted to make sure that she and I were both in the right, and Nick, of course, but Nick is always ready. I'm a little under the weather. And then Andrea, you know, was preparing for this show. So we were on the phone, we were ready to go, but it just, what the, the atmosphere was not perfect. We hadn't set the mood properly. So we're going to push it to May. May. Which I think, is only a couple weeks away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I am really excited to talk to her, as I've been talking about on the air, and as we talked about earlier today. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of interesting stuff. And more research I could do, too, in terms of, like, that wage stuff. Yes. Like, I was thinking about it, like, because as you might know, I'm a corporate lawyer. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, organized labor is, like, an interesting issue, as because like it's like a thing that's like uh and then this whole certification process is like Mm -hmm. really interesting to me like i've all i've thought about that for a long time in terms of you know like there's like there's the better business bureau but the better business bureau is kind of like whatever but like there should be like i think there's a really there's a really there's a place for or it's an interesting at least concept to have like uh companies um like apply for mm-hmm. certification. It's like fair trade, yeah, right? It's right. like, um, uh, but, and like I do understand like all the problems with that, where like people are like, well, this doesn't apply to me, or it's unfairly yeah. treating me, or whatever. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, okay, so you don't have to. If you don't think fair trade is legitimate, you don't have to be fair trade, right? But, um, right. I think a lot of times people are. I think the reason those there aren't stronger organizations to like hold people to things like that, certifying agencies mm-hmm. like that, is just because. People don't, like, the businesses don't want to abide by rules. They want to be able to make their own rules. Right. And and it's interesting, too, with all these businesses, like, local businesses that are, like, you know, we pay our workers well. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, they have, like, all this stuff. You walk into a restaurant and they've got, like, a brochure or something on the menu about how we pay their workers and blah, blah, blah. But I don't know that that's true because there's no third party that, like, you know. Right. There's no oversight for it. Yeah, and it's, I mean, the whole thing the whole art world is very ripe for exploitation because there are so many artists and so few opportunities yeah and your the psychology is that oh if you really care about your work you're you're not in it for the money or to be compensated uh and it's a luxury to be an artist and what you really are aspiring for is an audience and so you're constantly trading like expo expected to to settle for exposure as right. compensation yeah 
Um, so there's, it's hard, I think, even from the people who want to be paid to get them to sign on and sort of buy into it. You know, the artists themselves. Uh-huh. Because they're um, like, I don't want to... Well, and they talked about that, right? There, like yeah. the original, there was an original idea to create like a union, basically, right, right. and like it was hard to find people to do that. Right. And in the article that I was reading, there was a couple reasons cited. One was co- is they're competitive, artists yeah. are competitive. Right. Another one, which I don't think they quite said it this way, but the the way I was reading it and the way it was coming to my mind was like artists like are uh, contrarians. Right. So, like, half of them are going to be like, no, I don't, yeah. like, this is not yeah. the way I see, right. you know what I mean? There's not a great... They're not, suspicious of, like, group, groupthink. Right, right. You know? um, and then there's also, like, yeah, there's also some in, some really interesting thing about, and this actually goes into, and I don't think we should spend the entire half hour no. talking about... Uh, no, we need Andrea for that yeah, yeah. conversation. But, but I, this is actually something I'm glad I can say behind your back, which is... Um, <laughs> Like, it, it, there's an interesting thing to be said about institutional critique, and which is very much yeah. a part of her art. And yeah. like, in terms of like some of the past works that she's done as a performance artist, that a large part of art, uh-huh. in air quotes, is like this magic of convincing someone that it has worth. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's true. And that's actually a lot of that's like there are certain pieces, and there are certain pieces of hers that specifically speak to that. Yes, like does this have very astute, Nick? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I am a student, a a student (laughs) of uh, astuteness. but uh you just lost all your points. Yeah, fucked it up. Fucked it up. Dad joke in the mix from the dad. Anyway, but no, but I, but so, and so then what does it mean to like, be like, well, you know, if the, if, you know, like all art is going to be here if I categorized as art and therefore worth $7 or more per hour, you know what I mean? And so anyway, um, a lot of interesting stuff there. Uh, and then, and then, you know, what we were talking earlier, like you obviously have a lot of interest in and uh we'll be able to talk about like some of the more traditional stuff that's going on with andrea frazier which is like her art yeah and her current like she's currently i guess having a retrospective and she's enjoying a good year in terms of like people are honoring her and looking back at her career and saying right. like this is a really important person yeah so, um, yeah anyway it'll be exciting to talk to her yeah um so I was talking to you just now about how our show is really exciting. Yeah. Because I feel like we're getting an outsized amount of um, engagement from people who are actually important. <laughs> um, and I'm starting to wonder whether we should like just do a little flip and turn this into a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we totally should. Uh, we got to get the episodes up on iTunes. Yeah. Oh, so that's my interesting news that we I want to tell need a logo. Uh, yes. What's the news? Okay. Well, hold on. I want to tease it a little. Oh, okay. No. Well, just to finish my point, but... Uh, oh, I see. Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Because, um, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what our show, where our show is, because, like, the whole point of all of these shows was it's supposed to be sort of a gag on doing a show. Right. But then, right. I guess this is the whole... This is the... the, the the whole goal of that is for it to then turn into a show. Right. And, like, that's the great joke. <laughs> we didn't do a lot of, like, subverting. 
Well, no, but I mean, I think the idea was like we're just going to jump into having a show. That's right. With we didn't no do a like, lot of, like preparation. Yeah, and there's no marketing behind it. The name no. of the show is like intentionally the dumbest name for a it's show. A, yeah, it's bad. It's a dad joke, and it's already taken by the New York by like Times. seven people. And as I was just listening, <laughs> and there uh, are like ten other podcasts on iTunes yeah, called Art Beef. A month ago, I was listening. Although ours is like definitely up there. Oh, like, ours can, probably has the most episodes, and yeah. the others are all from like at least two or three years ago. Yeah, so we're definitely the Art Beat yeah. podcast. But uh, I was this a point, couple of months only ago. Game in town. Yeah, a couple of months ago, I was listening to the Joel Holmberg episode that we did and he he had went on that whole thing about some like public access show in LA called Artbeat remember (laughs) I forgot about that anyway um okay so here's the exciting news here's the exciting news I don't want to push this yeah my wife (gasps) was like voiced an interest in like helping out Oh with my God. our iTunesing of our uh, with, of our podcast, which is like fascinating to me because not only is that awesome, but also like you know my wife's basically a professional SEO, right? <laughs> like and like basically put her upper of stuff on the internet and yeah. having people watch and listen to it. She's a publicist. Well, no, sort of. She's She's so much more than that. <laughs> she was anyway. a publicist 15 years ago when we were in college. She's like such a prodigy. Um, I suppose that's true. I did tell her I would double her salary if she would come work her, for us. Her current salary? <laughs> yes. Because she had the idea for us to do the Beyonce, Beyonce episode. Beyonce. Um, Beyonce episode. And I was like, that's gold. Yeah. Um, but anyway, no, we should. I, Hi, Cat. Hey, Cat. Uh, I sh- I need to follow up with her on that because not I mean I think what putting our episodes on iTunes is something I can do but in terms of doing things to make our to make it more like to give us to position it better yeah. to do stuff we can do stuff in the actual production of the episodes to make them sort of more professional yeah uh, and then just and then doing things to like actually like we've been talking about this for a while and I think we put it off because we want to get all the episodes up but like uh, you know we 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 actually at this point have been doing this for a year and we have like 15 <laughs> episodes or t- maybe 20. probably more yeah 20 uh, there's there are surprisingly few when you actually go because uh go and like when i actually go through like yeah. i always expect there to be like 10 that i haven't done and then there are like four uh-huh. but anyway there are like 20 to 25 episodes yeah. that we have ready to go that like there are 15 that are already up and then uh-huh. there are probably another 10 that we right. could put up and at some point we need to like launch like have a, a re a sort of big launch where we yeah you know. anyway Enough about that stuff. Uh, is that enough? What else? What What did Kat say? She is pop. Nothing. We had a two-second conversation right before. Debut. No, she's not going to put us on her <laughs> website. <laughs> Don't get grabby. <laughs> um, no, because I do think it... But I do think, like, I mean... I think it'll be fun. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like, it's like the, it's just taking the joke a step further. All of a sudden we just make our podcast really good. Yeah. And right. Then, and then you have to wait until you get famous and then you start denying that it was ever a joke. Yeah. But until yeah. then you have to, cause you're too, we gotta be, we're too self-conscious to like, be like, to admit that we're doing a serious show. Right. Right. 
Yeah. We were way too, way too self-conscious. Um, right. So anyway, I think we should, oh man, we've all, we're like almost done with the show. There's like four we minutes are. left. Um, we also have to get a show together for your opening, which is coming up. That's right. Which is, uh, which, when is that? So, I mean, I'm not trying to do this in like yeah. a... Yeah, tell us a little bit about that, because, like, there's, like, literally... You actually don't li- know what's there, going And on. there are literally four people listening to this right now. So, uh, <laughs> and they are all like, Facebook friends with us, and they can find out about your art opening. But I, but as, like, I'm actually having a conversation with you. When is that going up, and when uh-huh. is that coming down? Like, what's the... So, it, it, it's opening this coming Saturday, April 16th, mm-hmm. at CB1 Gallery in downtown L.A., and a lot of people who aren't in the art world, they hear that my gallery is CB1, and they're like, oh, I've heard of that gallery. But they're actually And thinking, I'm like, no, you've heard of CB2. Which, which is Crate and Barrel, and Barrel, but for students. Yeah, but it's not even, like, no, good enough. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> shitty Crate and Barrel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I... Or... Just Isn't between also, you and me, I wish that the name of my gallery was different. But is, there was also, like, that movie, right? About rappers in jail? Oh, yeah. It's also Cell Block one or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my gallerist actually has been in prison. Really? Yeah. And so sometimes that? I wonder if he's referencing that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Let's talk sometime about how your gallerist has been in prison. Yeah. Not, not because like, it's, it's not a secret, so I don't feel right, really bad talking. But not about because it. it's scandalous, but because uh, it's actually interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting As story. Who's actually been involved in prisoner reentry work. Ooh, look I don't at know you! If you know, but I, have, I didn't know. Uh, and that that relates to Andrea's project at the Whitney. She oh, did really? something with prisoners. Yeah, really? yeah. Anyway, tell us about you. No, I don't want to talk about. Oh, okay. It. Uh, but but anyway, I'm just interested. He was in prison for tax. It was white collar tax. Really? Yeah, he um, wrote off art purchases when he was not yet a gallerist. So it had. It was not really. And he went to jail for it. Yeah, that's crazy. For a year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that's like you have to do a lot of tax fraud to go to jail. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he did. (laughs) He did. Wow, that's crazy. Um, but no, he's no, no. a really nice guy. Right, right. Well, uh, that's that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he probably didn't need like organizations to help him with reentry when he got out. He just got out, picked up, went to back to the bank and picked up his giant bag of money and opened right, the gallery. Right. That's exciting. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, anything else that we need to talk about before we leave? Well. Um, oh yeah, my show will be up through the end of May. Oh, so we need to figure out when we're doing our episode about you because we've never right. talked about your art on the show, which yeah. I actually like. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't. No, no, no. I think we can now. Now okay. that we've g- gained all this uh, gravitas, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've gained great. We've gained all this uh, cred. You know what we could do actually is we could do an episode that's like me and the scientists that I've worked with. So it's not just me, because my mm. art is very much about like art and science. Right. So that might be more interesting than just me talking. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested. I'm glad we're having this conversation on the air. Well, this is the how the sausage gets made. The, yeah. I, I'm where the magic in, happens. Uh, 
Well, so, like, because I don't actually have that much, like, un- understanding or, like, perspective on what you do. Right, right. For a living. Um, yeah. Which is, again, kind of nice. Yeah. But, like, also, like, I'm curious. Yeah. Like, right. are you... You know, like, I'm curious about... I Like, I had some questions. I went to your studio yesterday. Yeah. Some questions about, Ooh. like... The same kind of questions. The same kind of naive, wide-eyed questions I would be asking to our guests. Yeah. You know? And right. I'm like, oh, like, so... Like, is this, uh... Like, I got into a conversation with some, one of our friends that was there about what, to what extent you're do, you have, like, a thing. Mm-hmm. And the relationship of art, of visual art with, like having like a of like of being like conceptual you know mm-hmm. what i mean like because right. you're you like draw things that are right. literally what they are right right it's not right. abstract art yeah but you also have like a specific focus and there's a lot of backstory and yeah. bi- art, sort of right. biography right. to what right. your focus is and i like i'm kind of interested in like to what yeah. extent you see that as like integral and yeah. like whether you think you're or like to what extent like what your view on is on your art your paintings like standing on their own with no context mm-hmm. yeah. and stuff like that yeah and you know we we're talking about like obviously there i think there is a spectrum right like certain right. art like does not stand at all without context right right uh, and that's anyway. part of the point right like um andrea she one of my favorite things she said as a teacher she's like artists don't produce work works anymore they produce practices mm-hmm. so like contemporary being a contemporary artist doesn't mean that you're supposed to make something necessarily that is like a discrete complete thing mm-hmm. it's all part of your oeuvre that's like providing all everything you make provides context for the other things you make right but i mean as a painter, it's a little bit different. Well, because you got like little things on the wall that you can sell for right. a certain dollar amount. Right. Exactly. That, that, that just we got to get out of here. But th- that also was interesting reading these articles about fair wages. Yeah. Like uh, for artists, and the, the other thing, like they are with the mar- the market being all fucked up, is like the the amount that artists charge for like their works, right? So you have all these artists yeah. that are getting paid zero dollars to exhibit but then yeah. they are selling things for like four thousand dollars so that no one's buying right you know what i mean which right. like when i was a kid like or when i was in college or like yeah. getting out of college and going to art galleries because they had free booze there like the like the thing we would all sit and laugh at while yeah. we drank their cheap wine was right. about the fact that like somebody was selling like a painting for like seven thousand dollars and the right. only people at their art opening were a bunch of 20 year olds that were there for the booze right and right. so like it was just this weird disjoint like yeah. play, it was like play acting of yeah. like having a market right so right. it's kind of like a weird thing where it's like what you know like they're like the art market's fucked up in a, a lot of different ways yeah. and like the whole concept of how artists are supposed to get paid is fucked up not only in the fact that they don't get paid but in the fact that when they do they get paid outsized amounts but only if some random if they like based Mm -hmm. on some kind of lightning striking and someone paying four thousand dollars and paying your rent for three months when no one's bought anything that you've made for two years yeah yeah (sighs) a lot going on uh anyways good to see you good to see you too and uh for anyone listening thank you for tuning in if you tuned in specifically because i've been pushing this andrea thing all day I apologize, but as we said, and I'm not going to, I do apologize. That said, 
I do think it was the right decision. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm still excited to talk to her. We're going to build the anticipation a little more. Well, no, more. but that's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to exploit our audience. Oh, sorry. But... If it happens that way. I like way, how the music died right when I, when I it made it awkward. Way. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to The Beat on BFF. And uh, we're going to leave you with some new music from a band called Turnover. This song is called Change Irreversible. You've been listening to The Beat on BFF.FM. Have a great Sunday. Yeah, have a great Sunday. Thank you. I was just thinking you'd just go, bye. Bye.